0: Christmas Eve, obviously, right? Merry Christmas. Hey, welcome to Alive Family Church, whether you're joining us here in person or our friends and family may be tuning in online right now. We're so glad to have each and every one of you here today. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, tomorrow's Christmas. Okay, I, I, shoot, like your calendar didn't remind you. Uh, it's tomorrow, people. So anybody excited for Christmas in the house tonight? Come on. Any kids excited for Christmas? Let me hear you. I know you guys are in here too. Hey, side note, we've got uh, sugar backups if you need them. So just lift your hand and the ushers will be right there for you, uh, parents. But uh, Christmas is such a fun time of the year. And Christmas is Jesus' birthday, right? Let's just, let's just set it straight. It's Jesus' birthday, and uh, I don't know how you guys celebrate birthdays at home in your household, but uh, we, uh, we, we go all out in the Giso family. Uh, birthdays are a big deal. Uh, we do the cake, we do the balloons, we do streamers, uh, we do gifts, right, lots of ice cream, and all sorts of, the whole nine, a lot of times parties at different ages and whatnot, and uh, man, that's so fun, and we, we're, that's, we're coming fresh off that because our youngest, Ezra. Uh, just turned six two days ago. He was born on the 22nd. He's our Christmas baby. And so that's all like in my head right now coming off that. It's, it's a very special week every year in the Giso household because not only are we celebrating Ezra's birthday, but we get to celebrate Jesus' birthday in the same week. So there's a lot of celebrating, right? And uh, today I want to honor and celebrate Jesus and his birthday in the proper way because as we turn our attention to Christmas... It's all about Jesus, right? Today's gonna be really simple, yet I believe really profound uh, for for a lot of us, uh, simply because Christmas can be clouded by so much other of the extra, and there's nothing wrong with the extra. We love the extra, the carols and the gifts and the trees and all of that stuff, but we often can get lost in culture and, and forget the true meaning of Christmas and the true response to Jesus's birth. Today, in our short amount of time together, Uh, this afternoon, I want to wrestle with this question. What is our appropriate response to Jesus' birth? What what is you and I's appropriate response to the birth of Jesus? Okay, and so we're going to answer that question. We're going to look to the word to help because um, we need some help. We need to see some context. We need some examples. And the cool thing is God showed us different groups of people all surrounding the Christmas story and the birth of Jesus, and we get a glimpse into their initial response to Jesus's birth, and I think it's going to really speak to our hearts. So, if you would, would you join me in a word of prayer as we prepare our hearts and our minds to receive from God's word today? Father, we love you so much, and we just thank you for your presence here with us, man. We're so thankful for your Son Jesus. What a great gift to all of humanity, Lord God, to take away our sin and to make a way to you, Father. Today, we want to honor and glorify your son, Jesus. We want to uh, respond appropriately to the birth of Jesus. Jesus, it's your birthday that we're celebrating, and so Lord, show us through your word the proper and appropriate response that all of our hearts can have. Lord, we thank you for working in our midst today, and we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. So if we want to know how to respond to Jesus' birth, then we're going to look to God's word and see how others responded. And so To do this, though, I've also enlisted some secret special helpers uh, today to help us walk through the different responses uh, that we should have, and so uh, for those of you guys that aren't familiar with the Christmas story, the first uh, people, and don't come up yet, uh, the first group of people I want to look to as far as the response goes is the angels, all right? If you're not familiar with all the details of the Christmas story, after Jesus' birth in Bethlehem, angels and a whole heavenly host appeared to a bunch of shepherds in a field nearby and started proclaiming what had just happened, that the Messiah, the Savior, was born. And so um, we're going to get to what the shepherd's response is in just a second, but I want to look at the angel's response. But in order to do that, I'm going to need my special angel helpers to bring me a gift. Do I have any special angel helpers that could bring me a gift? Ah, I see them coming down the aisle now. Yay. Let's give it up for our angel helpers here. Thank you. All right. Let's take a look at this together, shall we? All right. Let's see what's in here. All right. Aha. There's a scripture. Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and peace, on earth peace, goodwill to men. It said praising God. So the angel's response was worship. That's right. The angel's response was to worship Jesus. Now, I don't think the angels brought these gifts for Jesus, but I think he did give them to a couple cute little angels. So Merry Christmas, girls. There's some, uh, there's some goodies in there for you guys. Thank you so much for helping you guys. Give it up for our angel helpers today. <laughs> worship. The angels were praising God. They were worshiping Jesus, right? And man, I'll tell you what, they could have done a lot of things, but I love the principle of first mention. What did the angels do first? They proclaimed the goodness and hey, he's born and they worshiped him. An appropriate response for all of us on Christmas is to worship Jesus, to lift up his name, to magnify him, to focus in on him. That's what the angels did. And that's what you and I can do today. Let's keep walking through the word of God because I love, I love this concept of worship. You know, the angels are basically saying, here I am to worship the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He is born just as prophesied thousands of years before he ever showed up on the scene. It happened in the way that the prophets per- foretold. Let's look at another response to Jesus' birth. I want to look at the shepherds, the shepherds. Everybody say shepherds. As we just mentioned in that story, the shepherds were in the field doing their thing, taking care of the sheep, right? Just hanging out. When the angels came to him and started praising God and say, hey, yo, you got to understand this dude was born. His name is Jesus. He's going to save the world. And so they go, and I love it. They go right away. like They drop, they drop what they're doing, and they go, and they go to Bethlehem, and they, they get in with Mary and Joseph. They see where the baby is laying, and, and they, they're like, oh, my gosh. They behold him with their own eyes, and as they leave that place, we get a little glimpse of the response. But in order to understand what the response is, I'm going to need some shepherd helpers to help me out. Do I have any shepherd helpers that could help me out and bring another gift up to the stage. Oh, here they come. Look at these awesome shepherds. Yeah, come on up here, guys. Let's go. I like it. What's up? Come on up here. Let's, let's get down in here. Thank you, guys, for bringing us. Let's take a look at what's in here, all right? Let's see here. What do we got here? Oh, yeah. Another scripture. Luke chapter 2, verse 20 says Then the shepherds returned, glorifying. And praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. So, how did the shepherds respond? With worship, glorifying and praising God. They also brought some amazing gifts, and guess what? That isn't for Jesus. I wish it was for me. I saw some Reese's Christmas trees in there, but those are for you guys and your family. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you. Some of you are like, shoot, I'm coming to church more often. Like, this is, this is awesome. Does he do this with every point? Like, where's the 10-point sermons? Like, let's go. What other gifts you got? <laughs> the shepherds left the presence of Jesus on his birthday, on the first Christmas, and glorified him and praised him. That means they worshiped him. I said, guys, here I am to worship. Jesus is The reason for the season, Jesus is the pinnacle figure of the Christmas story, and Jesus is worthy of our worship. The shepherds could have just ignored it. The shepherds could have just kept hanging out with the sheep, but they made an effort to go see him, and when they left, they began to tell everybody about Jesus's birth. They began to worship him with their life. Man, that's such a good challenge for us in this season of our life. Man, Jesus's birthday, what can we get him for his birthday? We can give them our worship. Amen. The word is full of examples. Let's go on to one more group of people that I want to look at their response. And uh, these guys, we, uh, we've been a little familiar. If you guys call Live Family Church home and have been with us for the month of December, we've been hanging out with some wise men, haven't we? Yeah? Uh, we've been looking to the wise men, how they had this amazing journey uh, to follow the star that marked where Jesus was born, Right? And they traveled miles and miles and weeks and months and, and to get to Jesus to, to do something. And we're going to look at them in a second of what they do. But man, I'll tell you what, as we've walked through the book of Proverbs this month and, and sought wisdom in that way, man, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just super thankful for the wisdom of the Lord. Amen. Could I just say that? I don't know if you guys have been enjoying this. We've been doing a Proverb a Day Challenge as a church community, and it has been fantastic, full of God's wisdom. But like the wise men, what was their response? Because these guys were astrologers. These guys were smart. These guys were logical. These guys were educated. They possibly wouldn't worship Jesus. That's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Like that, that isn't Jesus's birthday. Where We really can't celebrate that. Well, no, these guys gave their whole life to take this pilgrimage to go meet the savior of the world. And what was their proper response to Jesus's birthday? In order to find out, I'm going to need a wise man or men to help me out. Okay. He said, I know what. Come on up here. Thank you. Eli. You want to come on up here with me? Come on up. Thanks, bud. Let's see what we got in here. You think there's a scripture? You sure? I sure hope so, right now. Ah, here we go. Can you hold that for me? Thank you. The wise men. We see and read in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. It says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east, and we have come to worship him. If you go down a few more verses in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. And when they come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, And they fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened up their treasures, they presented gifts to him. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So what was the wise men's response? It was worship. It was worship. And they brought gifts. Talk about the first Christmas. Let's go. They didn't come empty-handed. Now, I don't think we got any gold frankincense and myrrh in here. Not sure you would like that anyways. Maybe the gold, right? Uh, But we do have some really good treats. So that is for you. Merry Christmas, sir. Let's give it up for our wise men helper. (laughs) Worship. The wise men chose to worship Jesus on the very first Christmas. I love this simple yet profound concept that man, There's a pulling in of us around the Christmas season to Jesus, obviously. But what is our proper response? And I believe it is worship, as we've seen through God's word. These guys, they went after the Lord. Like I said, we've studied all month. They traveled over 500 miles. 500 miles, a 50 to 60 day journey by camel to not only meet Jesus, but to fall down at his feet and worship him. That's a powerful concept. Again, this is the first Christmas. This is the reason why we gather today and this weekend and celebrate with family and friends is because God has sent his one and only son to us in the package of a child, humbled himself, and, and he is there for all of us for all the highs and lows of life, for every issue and situation we're dealing with, Jesus wants to be there for us. He showed up on time when he was prophesied in the right moment, in the right season, to do the right thing so that all of us could have a right relationship with the Father in heaven. What a beautiful, beautiful picture. Wise men from the East bowing down and saying, here I am to worship. Here I am, Lord, to worship you. And we've seen three examples this afternoon from God's word surrounding the Christmas story. The angels and the multitude of heavenly hosts, they did what? They worshiped, right? The shepherds that were in the field that then came to see Jesus and then were leaving, what was their response? It was worship, right? And the wise men from the east, educated, learned men that had brains that were logical, that said, I don't know if this could happen. They knew, they knew the star, they studied the skies, and they wanted to go and meet Jesus. And their initial first response was what? It was worship. And so as I've been studying this this week and just kind of meditating in this, man, there is a resounding theme around Jesus's birthday. And I think you guys are starting to catch it. And it is, here I am to worship. Jesus Here. I am to worship you. Here I am to give you my all. Here I am to exalt you. Here I am to magnify you. Here I am to do what you've called me to do. God created his creation to worship him. And we have an opportunity to do that. I believe our appropriate response, whether we're a child to an adult and everywhere in between, is to worship Jesus on Christmas at Christmas, our response should be just like these three groups of people and individuals. Here I am to worship. And, and worship is, is it's a powerful concept. Worship means reverence. R- worship means adoration. Worship means an attitude of here I am. I give you my all. I put you above all other things. There's so many things that clamor for our attention around the holiday season. There's so many deals and gadgets and gizmos and parties and different things, and they're all fun and it's all great, and God's not mad about any of that. He's just saying, yo, what's the reason for the season? Why do we do all these things? It's because he's the greatest gift that humanity could ever receive. God gave of himself on the very first Christmas, and it's deserving of worship. And our attention, when we worship somebody or something, we put our attention, we put our focus on it, right? And so in this moment, I'm sure we got a lot of busyness the rest of this evening and tomorrow and the next few days. But man, we're here and God knew we'd be here and we can make space to worship Jesus and say, here I am to worship. You know, one of, the, uh, one of our favorite Giso family birthday traditions that we have that I didn't mention early on was what we like to call the honor chair, or the honor seat. Some of you guys might do something similar to this. But what we do, and then we do this for our kids' birthdays and all of our family and our extended family. We get them in on this, even if they don't like it and they feel uncomfortable. And what we do is, whoever's birthday it is, we, we, we focus in on them. And everybody goes around the table or the room, and we all say one at least one thing. It's really hard to just pick one thing. But one thing we appreciate or love most about the birthday boy or girl And it's powerful. You got siblings doing this, and mom and dad, and grandmas and grandpas, speaking life, edifying the gifts and the the callings on that. I love your kindness. I love your sense of humor. I love, you know, all of this. We just got done doing this two days ago with Ezra, and one of my favorite things is to watch whoever the birthday boy or girl is, and just watch their face as this is all happening. Man, that smile from little six-year-old Ezra is burned into my mind. Doesn't it feel good when people start talking about you? Like, man, you're amazing. You're so cool. You're so awesome. You're amazing, right? Like, feels kind of good. That smile from all the worship, from all the adoration, it's a powerful thing. And I can't help think about that moment and then translate that to now where we are today and think about the birthday of Jesus, that Christmas, tomorrow is Jesus's birthday. And man, could we put him in the honor seat? Could we put him in the hot seat and what things could come out of our hearts and our mouths about how amazing he is to us to say, here I am to worship you, Lord. Here I am to celebrate you in a powerful way. You know, it's not that we have to worship. I love God's character. It's that we get to worship. What an opportunity we have. There's many people that won't come out today or won't tune in or don't, don't do church on a holiday, and that's totally fine. But, man, I think there's, that they're missing out because Christmas isn't just like a nostalgic service. We've all kind of grown up with that. Like, hey, well, let's go to Christmas. Let's go to Easter. Let's go a couple of the highlight ones. I get that. I grew up that way. When it becomes personal and you have a relationship with Jesus, it's just a great opportunity, another opportunity to say, here I am to worship, and I'm going to lift you up and glorify you because you are the real purpose for why I'm celebrating the season. No matter how cold it is outside, we can worship. No matter if winter, storm, Elliot ruined our travel plans or our family's travel plans or delayed or canceled, guess what? We can choose to worship. Right, Whether we get that gift that was on our list this year or we get something that's like, gee, thanks, Grandma. I always needed a new pair of undies. Thank you for thinking of me every year. And as I open this in front of my family and I'm humiliated embarrassed about what everybody's seeing, thank you so much for your kindness and your generosity. We can worship. Whether it's been a good year for you A mediocre year, a not-so-good year for you and your family. We can choose to worship. (laughs) Shoot, we got some family gatherings coming. Whether you got Cousin Eddie and his crazy family on his way to your house right now with his RV, and they're bringing their dog snots, we can worship. Maybe worship a little double time, (laughs) if that's your situation. You might need it. No matter what's going on in our lives, we can choose to worship Jesus. And so, man, I don't want to let Christmas 2022 just pass by and be on the list of just another Christmas without doing what I believe we were created to do. And that is to bring glory, honor, praise, reverence, honor, adoration to Jesus Christ. That is the true meaning of Christmas. Jesus is the greatest gift. We give earthly gifts that will break in about a week, that won't come with batteries and be frustrating tomorrow morning. All of those things. We give great gifts, but those things are temporal. We cannot take those with us. But the one thing we always get with us for eternity is a relationship with Jesus. Amen? That never fades. That never goes out of style. There is no return policy on that. Man, get Jesus and worship Jesus this Christmas. I believe it is the greatest gift and the greatest response. And so, uh, worship team, if you guys could start making your way to the stage, because our response to Jesus' birthday is, here I am to worship, before we rush off into all our gatherings and our celebrations and our parties and our hangouts and all the other things we still have to do today, I feel like we'd miss the greatest opportunity To do what we just saw in God's word, which is simply to fall at the feet of Jesus and worship him. And so we're going to make some space to do that in this time here, in this moment as the team's going to lead us. And we're going to do it by candlelight as well. And so I'm going to pray just for all of us for this holiday season, for this Christmas. And then after that, the ushers are going to start lighting candles on the rows. And if you could be so generous as help your neighbors... Uh, to get that and parents kids can do this too just make sure you're keeping an eye on those candles and we're going to sing the song together we're going to stand and sing with the candles once the song's over we can gently blow out that candle and, and then we're going to continue into a worship moment and, and Pastor Eric will then be up to close but at this time as, as candles are starting to be lit let's, let's just honor the Lord and let me pray over all of us and then we'll worship him Father we love you so much and we just thank you for this opportunity to pause from the busyness the craziness sometimes, the overwhelmingness of the holiday season. Man, what a blessing it is, but sometimes we can just be running, running, running. But right now we have nowhere to go. Right now we're here in your presence. Right now we've seen through your word that the angels, the shepherds, and the wise men, their response, their appropriate response to your birthday, Lord Jesus, was worship. Was to say, here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you are my Lord, my God. And so Father God, in this moment that's about to transpire, Lord, we pray that Jesus, you would be lifted up from every heart in this place. Hearts that are far from you that need to come back. Hearts that have never cried out to you but are going to do that for the first time. Hearts that love you, know you, but can't get enough of you. Lord God, that we may choose for Christmas 2022 to drop everything and lay it at your feet and say, Jesus, I love you. And Jesus, I worship you. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for this moment. May you get all the glory, adoration, and reverence that you deserve. And may this be a special Christmas because we honor the reason for the season. Father, we pray this all in your precious son's name, in Jesus' name. Everybody greet that. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To further connect with us at Alive, visit us at alivefamily.church. And remember, people matter and Jesus is alive.